The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Nothing much. I'm in a disclosed location talking wrestling because somebody somebody hit me up talking about my available Wednesday afternoon. I was like, I guess I can make my I can um I can get I can get somewhere and just talk for a few minutes. <laughs> hey man, car is subject to change. That's the number one rule when it comes to podcasting and professional wrestling. Uh, thank you though for coming through the forbidden door last week. Joining us on the uh, Dark Match and also on the NXT cast. So if you're a patron, heard Mo's thoughts on AEW from last week and here on the regular feed, you heard him chop it up with myself and Miss Simi about NXT. So can't have me and, me and Simi on the show is, is gold. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely appreciate you doing that for us last week, um, providing your commentary with color across multiple programming here on the CSPN. Thank you for listening to the Rawcast. You can find us on the web at CSP, CSPN.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Just search for the WrestleCast. Dash to CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day. Holding the WrestleCast sign and the Rawcast will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. We're on the road to WrestleMania this weekend. Hold on, real quick, yes. real quick, real quick. Want to um, say something? So I was on my um, home. I was on my um, Instagram, and I came across this. Um, I came across this post, and I guess we was talking about. Um, we were talking about. It was like Lashley. I think Lashley had just joined up with MVP. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so it was basically, um, yeah, it was like you have that little voice in the back of your head saying, is this it? When MVP came in, MVP was yelling so loud, I couldn't even hear that voice. So I think this is when, this is when her business like form around the town or something like that. Maybe because. Like the uh, seeds was, was playing yeah, it for yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started to kind of. Yeah, so you know, just looking, it just came across my feed, and I was like, like I said, we was gonna be discussing this on the broadcast. We probably are, we probably, I'm sure we did and everything, but um, just wanted to point that out. That was just, you know, this little, this little throwback to a year ago. <laughs> it's funny how things change in a year, right? I mean, they still together. 
but you know, Maine's not really. Maine's, but I mean, really, but not really. They don't have the whole hurt. I'm talking about MVP. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. MVP at last year is still together. Yeah, those, I'm talking about those two. I'm, I'm not talking about the hurt business. I'm talking about those right. two. But I'm just saying, like, you know, last year he hurt. But I'm hoping, I'm, I'm just hoping that he, that MVP is kind of given, um, is given, um, Carmelo Hayes some tooling that NXT as well as Trick Williams. We got to talk to Trick Williams about interfering in matches. He needs to clean it up a lot. <laughs> um, I, mean, I, I like I like what he's doing. But he got to clean up. He got to clean up. Is he gonna be? Is he gonna be a, a, a manager or a mouthpiece? Something like that he got to clean up. He got to get his timing right when he interferes in matches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's that's just another that's another t- subject for another day. We start off Monday Night Raw with Kevin Owens in a sideways cowboy hat. Um, <laughs> so we're here with the Kevin Owens show. He brings out his best friend, his tag team partner, Seth Rollins, to talk about how they're going to win those Raw tag team titles next week. Owens, talks so you know, yeah. so real quick, so you know, so you know, whenever he calls my that best his best friend, mm-hmm. what the end result is going to be. So mm-hmm. we already know how this is going to turn out <laughs> eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Owens talks about how we can't stay in Texas, but they have to find a way to get to WrestleMania. Therefore, they're going to win the tag team titles next week and defend them at WrestleMania, which will take place in that stupid place called Texas. Owens stomps on the hat, but for now, he says we need to bring out this week's guest, the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Alpha Academy. After assuring them that Otis's chair is reinforced, Owens and Rollins promise to take the titles next week. Gable brags about his education, and after complaining about how they only have a 33.3 chance of retaining the titles, he starts shooshing both of them. This sets up a a shoosh-off between, say that five times fast, a shoosh-off between Gable (laughs) and Owens until a stunner leaves Chad Gable lane. See, Chad Gable tried it with the um, Columbus crowd and said... He t- he called Ohio State a community college, and <laughs> and it and we was and we were talking on the dark match. He riled up the crowd, but he didn't do what quite what Elias did when he said um, Seattle didn't have a basketball team, and <laughs> Oklahoma City is a good place to good place for a team. So they never deserved a basketball team. He was like, you know, it's not a good a place to have a team and say, you know, Oklahoma City. Oh my God, <laughs> Kevin Owens was like. Whew, it's too hot in here for me. <laughs> that's that heat. He said that's that's you gonna get that nuclear X pot go away heat. But um yeah, he tried to he riled up he riled up the crowd when he said Ohio State was a community college. <laughs> I laughed at that too. Gable has new merch. Now see, they printed out these shoosh I thank you shirts pretty fast, right? Right, and they kept saying, and Kevin always kept saying, "Now he kept saying, th- th- thank you, weird.' Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you said it wrong. <laughs> you said it weird or something like that." If you're fans of the parting promo, stay tuned to the end of the show, um, and you'll get to hear that. And it's oh, so you, but you wanted, but you, but you, are uh, you talking about La Knight and he not get is? Let me talk to your shirt, right? <laughs> <laughs> man. I'm not really one of the people who like is into buying merch like that when it comes I know, to but wrestling. You, but you, but you but say he I that shirt. would buy that shirt <laughs> in a heartbeat, man. And LA Knight is like a great promo. Just especially when we watched NXT last night. He cut the promo he cut 
they set up the um last main standing match between him and um Grayson Waller. I was like, that was on point. The one he kept was, when he was coming walking up the hall talking about call your grandma, call your grandpa, call your mom, call your dad, call your girlfriend. He said, "Yeah, side piece, call her too." <laughs> <laughs> like that, he popped me, he got me. But yes, uh, Chad Gable is uh, is out here getting this shoosh over over big time. Got the merch to go with it now. So that brings us to now. Seth, now okay. I wonder, but I wonder if WWE's going to can that and say, um, "Is going to can that and say, well, it didn't. We didn't get it over. He got it over, so it doesn't count." Well, they made the merchandise, so they're making money off of it. They'll just be happy with it. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens versus the Alpha Academy. Otis's Vader bomb sets up a moonsault from Gable, with Rollins making the save. Rollins dives on to Otis to take him out and dives back in for a pop-up buckle bomb. The stunner sets up the stomp and gives Rollins the pin on Chad Gable. I really didn't like that they had these two wrestling, even though they're going to be the triple threat next week. I didn't like that they had these two these these two teams wrestling. They could have saved, like, kind of like how you say, don't let them touch until... Nah, if man, because it's WWE to and champions got to lose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, can't yeah. have, you can't build up these matches and these feuds if the champion don't lose, man. And these non-title matches. So uh, We get a video on the destruction caused by Almost. Almost says he has dominated everyone since he debuted last year at WrestleMania. And he'll do it again here. So that sets up Almost versus T-Bar. Almost jumps him before the bell and knocks him off the apron and T-Bar crashes into the barricade. Almost throws him into the corner where T-Bar gets on his feet and says he can go, so they ring the bell. Almost misses a charge into the corner, but he's fine enough to knock T-Bar silly with the clothesline. Then the choke bomb finishes off T-Bar in 42 seconds. I mean, they he was on TV, and then next thing you know, they took him off TV. T-Bar now, almost, who you talking about here? Almost, I'm okay. almost, somewhat almost, because T Bar has been on made been a fixture on main event. Oh, that's, that's another one. That's why that's I another seen one. Him. That's another. That's <laughs> another one who, who hasn't, who's been, and you haven't seen which name either. Um, the other one, he ain't, he ain't been around either. Uh, Dio Man, whatever. Yeah. his real name is. Um, was it? No, his yeah, but Mace. it was um based. Ain't seen him around either. Unless he on SmackDown, but we just ain't seen him around. So it's like, what is the purpose of having these? Superstars up here, and they're not really doing anything with them. They're using them on main event. But well, Dajakovic needs to get over to AEW, and then him and Keith Lee can give us a classic uh, Keith Lee. I still say, I still say, if you watch, if you watch Worlds Collide from a few years ago, from WrestleMania, like a couple of years ago, and the last that, that um, him and um, Luke Harper had, um, rest in peace, Brody Lee, that was a as you say, that was a banger. That was that's the banger that I still I still go to to say that he should have been given a, a greater push in his company because of that match those two had. Yeah, man can go. He's put up some very impressive matches. Um, I know we want to get almost over, but dang, do we have to do it at the expense of another giant? It, it would right. be more impressive for him to be beaten up. I don't know, some NXT greenhorn who needs some experience on TV, you know? But, you know, that's just me. I don't feel like they use NXT 
the people in the performance enough to help get their established people over and get them some experience at the same they time. Don't they? Don't I was like, what do you? That's that would be a great. You have them come up. They they job them out, get them experience, show them how to work matches, what they, they learn everything, and then you build them up. Right. Why do you think Tony Khan has so many different? You got AEW Dog and Dog Elevation, even though he, you know, he, he's 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 doing it and getting people over, but it's like people he's signing, and it's like that's all you that's all, all you see him is on Dog or Dog Elevation. You don't see him on the main shows. <laughs> you have to be of a certain stature to be on the main shows, and you know who we see on the main shows. So, but. We take a look back at Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair yelling at each other last week, setting up Binky beating Dewdrop. Nikki Ash and Dewdrop are ready to be the hero and the villain in their six women tag team match this week. Becky Lynch comes in to say she's ready to win, like she did over Bianca Belair at SummerSlam in 26 seconds. Well, hold on. Did you see? I don't know if you saw, but they had the um, they showed it was a split screen. I think it was WWE on Fox Instagram account. They had where. You see where Bianca was doing certain was doing the moves to do drop and Becky Lynch's reaction. Oh, and right. it was priceless. <laughs> she was looking like she was shook, like, God damn it, this girl is that good. <laughs> she said, You ain't gonna be 26 seconds at WrestleMania. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, and Bianca Belair. Uh, they have a backstage conversation about strategy for the upcoming six women tag team matchup. So that brings us to the match. Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Rhea Ripley versus Dewdrop, Becky Lynch, and Nikki Ash. Nikki high cross bodies Rhea, but Belair is back in with the spine buster. Becky grabs the braid to break that up, but Bianca Belair whips the fire out of her with the braid. It had some noise sweetening in there a little bit, but still, all in all, the whips were real. Uh, they had some noise sweetener in there. Yeah, you could think you could tell because I was like that that head that first you know, one was definitely piping. Yeah. <laughs> the second the, one's the, might the, have the, been a, you know more natural, but that first those, one was those definitely... welts but those welts were real though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> the noise may have been fake, but them welts was real. Them welts was real. I was like, ooh, I was I like, wonder God. if Binky be dipping her braid in water before she knows she gonna whip somebody with it. I don't know, but she hit. You see that? And Becky's looking down, and she was like, I'm, "I'm telling you, it's going to be some kind of um, stipulation where she can't use the hair as a weapon." I, I, I see, I see it coming. <laughs> I see it coming. So Becky runs up the ramp, holding her ribs, basically like uh, Mo was saying. Basically, can't believe the whelps that uh, Bianca has put on her stomach from the braid. Binky KODs Nikki for the win. Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley are your winners. Mm. So this is basically the women's division on Raw right now. It's Bianca, Liv, Rhea, Dewdrop, Becky, and Nikki. They have the women's tag team champions on Raw, but all they do is cut promos. They don't wrestle, so I don't count. Them. You see, um, <laughs> what's your name in in a, in a minute? So I don't. They, they still they still they still do both shows, right? Yeah. Okay, so it might be going to SmackDown. So because... I, don't, I don't count them. Who else does Raw okay. have in the women's division? Well, I don't know. Asuka is... Well, Asuka, they don't have nothing for her, but I think she's still on the Raw brand. I do not have anything for Asuka, dude. It's WrestleMania. 
It's the Royal Rumble. It's just like there's too many big things, events going past, and you can't figure out a way to bring her back. It's a lot that Vince could they could do to to bring Oscar back or something of that nature, but they just don't do it. They just they don't think outside the box. They just think they just think what they what they want to think and I'm just like that's why the, the creative they just so they about to have another person that's gonna get savvy on them and not want to renew their contract and then when they and then when they be like oh how come you how come we couldn't come to an agreement it's gonna be like look how you treated me for the last eight months and then but but you know what that ain't gonna be no problem because that's cause guess who's gonna um guess who's gonna re, re, replace her if she does leave who like yeah. Marvel's baby, yeah. like Marvel's baby, you know, and you know he going, you know he gonna be, he gonna be front and center if she's gonna, if she come up on Raw, he gonna be front and center every week. He gonna be in the spaces on some old, my baby's, my baby's on. I got. <laughs> I know there's nothing left for her to do at NXT. I know. Well, she she's, she's gonna be she's everything. gonna um. She's in the Dusty, the semifinals, right. the Dusty Classic. I, I know. Just keep her at NXT till she don't want to be here no more. Because <laughs> because Kyrie, because Kyrie Singh, she she over and she she, she finally got stardom. released and she had making stardom now. Yep. So yeah, man, it's just it's just wild how you just don't think outside the box to do something with the women or anybody else like that. Man, you just do just do just. Do the same old shit day in and day out, and wonder why people just like they don't care about the product. Right. We look at Robert Roode costing Tommaso Ciampa the number one contendership for the NXT title, so that leads us to a match between Tommaso Ciampa and Robert Roode here on Monday Night Raw. Um, Real quick, Tommaso Ciampa no longer has the 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 cool music on Raw. Okay, Uh, I'm about to to ask you about to say okay, so let's let's talk about his new music. What you think about it? (laughs) Generic AF. So he says, you know, he's, I forgot, he said something about it's, um, he said something about, he says it was about doing something, trying to, try to build up as, you know, doing something for like, for the kids or something like that. So what? it's some kind of, some kind of inspiration. Hold on. Man, Tommaso Ciampa, you could have kept that and just said, "Hey, man, they my music up. It's not as good as it used to be, but I'm a rock with it." You know, like you know he can't. You know he can't say that. <laughs> you know he can't say that. Yeah, I mean, he could say that. He could say that. I'd rather you he, be honest, rather you be honest with me than feed me something about oh, this is supposed to motivate the kids. Really? Oh, motivate me, me to turn this off when you come out. <laughs> he was just like. He was, he was basically just saying it's about, it's about a change or something like that. And I was like, dude, like, what are you, what are you doing, sir? <laughs> so Ciampa versus Rude. Ciampa starts fast but misses a running knee to Rude who counters the fairy tale ending and rolls him up for two. A running knee connects to knock Z- Dolph Ziggler off the apron. Tommaso Ciampa rolls up Bobby Rude and gets the win. But after the match, Bobby Rude and Dolph Ziggler beat Tommaso Ciampa down. Ziggler promising to take out Ciampa and Braun Breaker on NXT 2.0 on Tuesday night. Spoiler alert. No spoilers. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he said, but when he said, when he says, um, Monday Night Raw, let me address the elephant in the room. Personally, I like the new music. More importantly, I love the message, fight to survive. 
it resonates with me on a deep level. We've all faced our own struggles in life, obstacles we must overcome. We all have our own fight, whether it's a battle with mental health, cancer, a physical disability, self-doubt, or anything else. We must always choose to fight to survive. That's what it, that's what it was. And then he was saying over the years he gave he became active with charities and nonprofits, and um, he would rather spread a message like um, "fight to survive" that no one will survive. He said, "I'm sure as heck ready to teach my daughter that lesson." And he was saying that his he been in the business for 17 years. His platform had never been been bigger than it is right now. And he's saying, my moment is now literally and metaphorically and every day I choose to fight to survive. So that's what he says about he's he's saying he's looking at about, you know, he's fighting to survive, so he's taking it and running with it. <laughs> Dana <laughs> Brooke and me. Reggie versus Akira Tazawa <laughs> and Tamina. Ouch. The women start with Tamina being sent in the corner for the handspring elbow. Reggie comes in to roll Tazawa up for a two, and the drop kick gets the same with Tamina making the save. Everything breaks down, and Reggie's running, flipping, seated senton, pins Akira Tozawa. Uh, after the match, Dana Burke kisses Reggie to the mat, and Reggie seems highly pleased. Tozawa puckers up for Tamina, who kisses him as well, and Tozawa looks shocked and amazed. And this is when I said, can I act I quit the show? And Six Foot Apple was like, you already know what this is, you know. You're not gonna do this. You know how how crazy it gets and it get ramped and it ramps up after this. And and Walsh told me no, I couldn't. So yeah, <laughs> I am recapping the show. I couldn't quit because it was just like the whole things. Dana Brooke kissing Reggie, and then to me, to me, the kissing Akira Tozawa, and I was like, I- I'm through. But they told me I couldn't quit. So here I am talking to Dawn on this episode of Rawcast. <laughs> I obviously did not see that tweet or I would have tweeted hell no you're on the no. contract <laughs> yeah you definitely would have been like nope <laughs> you you have an obligation sir <laughs> get, have to get our lawyers together and review <laughs> for real I'm calling Mark Sterling <laughs> <laughs> calling Mark Sterling be like um listen I need to get up behind this contract because this show is ridiculous <laughs> uh, the street profits are ready to take out RK bro tonight they throw in some uh, mocking of the rest of the tag team di- uh, division as well the Mysterios promise to take out Miz and Logan Paul at Wrestlemania but tonight they're focused on beating the Hurt Business the Miz comes out to list off his WWE accomplishments before bragging about how great Logan Paul really is they're big global stars and they are awesome and they're certainly better than the Mysterios so that leads us to our matchup, Mysterios versus the Hurt Business. Dominic sends Shelton outside, but his suicide dive is countered. That earns subject ben- uh, Shelton Benjamin a trip into the post, but Miz pops up to grab Dominic's leg. Ray chases Miz off, leaving Dominic to get rolled up for the pin, and the Hurt Business get a dub on the last day of Black History Month. Black History Month. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> give give us give us some wins, goddammit. <laughs> Uh, Riddle is coloring to stay focused when Randy Orton comes in to say they're going to win tonight. Then next week, they're going to get their tag team titles back. Uh, Riddle making all the inferences to being high. (laughs) Figures. 
Carmella and Queen Zelina are in the bat with Carmella saying she and Corey Graves are going to put on a show after she and Zelina retained the women's tag team titles at WrestleMania. Um, not, no, no, not, not pull the show because the last time somebody said they wanted to pull the show, Ric Flair ended up in the storyline with, with Edge and Randy Orton. <laughs> That wasn't that time, but they was, they was, that's when they were talking about the, the live sex show on Raw. And yeah. I don't mm. think we have to worry about uh, Ric Flair, uh, but I think we do have to worry about too much exposure of Carmella and Corey Graves. I, I, I hey, the show's on, hey, that show was on YouTube, so. Well, I will not be YouTube. <laughs> Will yeah, not be I, getting any of my free time. I, I kind of, it's, it's, I saw they was making the clips. They was put posting clips on the might as well be a website, a, 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 a damn soft porn uh, program. All the dang on innuendo and <laughs> they like to have sex. I was like, okay, I, I don't want, I don't want to hear, I don't want really to hear based about on. it. Hope that goes far, kids. Um, get Corey and get, get, get Graves back in the wrestling ring, <laughs> please. Corey Graves versus Byron Saxton would actually be a match I would actually not mind watching. And Byron Saxton used to be able to go. B Sax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He used to go um, back in, the, in his FCW days, and, you know, but he, he was injured. But no, I don't think it would made him transition to announcing and. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, hey, at some point, man, you got to do like Old Girl Asia. Just realize, like, you know what? This wrestling biz through injury or just maybe um, how other people see you may not be the best thing for me long term. Let me transition into something I can do forever, like refereeing. And, 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 look, and, look, and, and look at her. Look at her. She's on on. She'll be she'll be on some. She'll be on all three shows. Mm-hmm. Well, she'll be on mainly. She's on Raw and um, NXT. Mm-hmm. So our girl, our girl doing it. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> and look, definitely unless you you know get called for the ref spot, you don't have to take no bumps. You know what I'm saying? You you you're in the middle of the action, but you're not. You know. In the middle of the action, so I think right. it's a good is a good thing. Then you know, Byron Saxon, like you said, he's good with the talking, so you know he can handle. But listen, Vince in his he ear, sold, and you know now he got a job he can do for twenty years. Listen, he he sold um, Kofi's WrestleMania um, WrestleMania um, match. That's another one I will say. Like you, you I mean, great, great, um, great moment for Kofi but Byron Saxon sold that story he I mean he put his he put his foot all in it and you were going to believe that Kofi was going to win because Byron Saxon made you believe and I was just like listen you want to go back I said I'll go back and watch the match but I listened to the commentary for that one and normally I really don't care about the commentary but Byron Saxon did his thing on that one so he did the same, I think he probably did the same thing for Big E too so you know he's he's like Need to build up a story and get everything going. He's that guy. RKO, RK bro, excuse me, versus the street. RK bro, <laughs> excuse me. Montez Ford into Gary's Orton and hits the frog splash for the pin. Orton couldn't get his feet on the ropes uh, because Randy Orton got hurt and they had to abort the finish. So 
what happened was when Montez came off with the frog splash, Randy wasn't necessarily laying flat on his back. He kind of had like one arm up. And when Montez came down, he landed right on his shoulder. So he either gave him like a stinger or tweaked his shoulder, probably knocked the wind out of him and hurt his ribs. All that's, that's, what they, that's what they say. It was the, it, they say it was the ribs. And so Randy couldn't get his foot on the ropes, which was supposed to be the thing. Like, And Dawkins kind of tried to help his foot get on the rope, but it couldn't quite get there, and they had to count to three. And then, of course, you see everybody talking to each other and trying to figure out what the hell happened. You see uh, Riddle be like, raise their hand. So, you know what I'm saying? Everybody knows that they won. And then they're still trying to talk to Randy Orton, make sure he's okay. And uh, yeah, so but Montez, but after they, but after the, they said, so but Montez forth after the after the um after the was over, he posted and said he got the got the victory, got the got the woman, um, everyone is healthy, and so see when he was saying that Randy's not hurt, but right, I've heard, it was like I've read that you know it could be a legit injury, but they don't know yet, so we'll yeah, hear about they're, it. They're, yeah, they got to monitor it, but yeah, as soon as he landed. I was like, oh shit, Randy Orton's hurt because he landed because he wasn't like I said, he wasn't laying flat. He didn't take it laying completely on his You know, Montez hits the hits the hits the roof before coming down. Yeah, so that impact is huge, especially if you're not you know in the proper position. Uh, you know, there's always a way to take these moves so they quote unquote don't hurt. Um, and Randy Orton was not quite in that position. Um, <laughs> We'll talk about a lot of that in the uh, NXT, uh, that second Dusty Cup match. It, it wasn't smooth by any means, but it was damn sure entertaining to me. <laughs> what? Man, that one chick almost didn't make it. The one that got, like, launched out of the ring onto yeah. Rico Gonzalez. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> she got some height, and she was starting to, like, rotate. And if Raquel Gonzalez would have been like two more feet back, it would have been nasty. But uh, me and Miss Samuel, I'll talk about that later because I'm sure they got put on the list. Um, <laughs> the no fly list yeah. or the prayer list. Yeah. Uh, Austin Theory is in Vince McMahon's office and he talks about Vince's appearance on the Pat McAfee show later this week. Theory lists off McAfee's accomplishments, which don't seem to impress Vince. It will be Vince's first sit-down interview in 20 years, but Theory thinks McAfee might jump him. Vince says it's not that kind of show and leaves. Austin Theory picks up Vince's pencil and says it could be. So either, so from what the word is, we say that Vince, if, if, if the word was it's Vince versus Pat, this could be Vince versus smoke. Pat? Yeah. In a match? Yeah. Oh, you hear about that? Man, this man better go sit his ass down somewhere. Oh, oh damn. This 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 was this was this did pop up last week that this this whole Vince um appearing on Pat McAfee's show could be leading to a match at WrestleMania and we were sitting there like uh uh-uh, uh this better be some kind of swerve coming where Austin Theory might be going up against Pat or something like that. Man, Pat better re re uh recall back Ridge Holland <laughs> and be like, yo dude. Handle this for me. <laughs> you owe me. Look, you owe me. You owe me for that car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
granted, he probably, until Bad Bunny showed up, I mean, he probably had the best debut of any non-wrestler right. in the history of wrestling <laughs> until Bad Bunny showed up. But, I mean, he wrestled He wrestled the, the top guy from NXT, the top, one of the top guys from NXT. Yeah. Who was currently... Who's currently in the feud over AEW for that for that big title? So, um, that we'll go, we'll say what says you. <laughs> yeah. It, so I, 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 I'm just saying it could be it could be a thing where Vince gets Austin Theory to take his place and wrestle Pat McAfee, which I wouldn't I would wouldn't mind watching. Okay. I don't know, Pat. Stick on the commentary booth, man. I mean, Pat, Pat can go. I guess I don't know, man. They like you said, they doing a whole bunch of smoke and mirrors for this WrestleMania, man. That's what that that's that's mainly what this is, smoke and mirrors, because we ain't been, you know, because we ain't get we ain't have a good WrestleMania book with a solid card price since thirty. Not with the talent that's there fifty two weeks a year being the main, you know, headlining people, right. United States title matchup, Miss Semi Special, Finn Balor versus <laughs> Damian Priest. Damian Priest's spinning kick to the head sets up the South of Heaven chokeslam for a two count. The reckoning is loaded up, but Finn Balor slips out and he hits a shotgun drop kick. Now the coup de grace connects for the pin, and we have a new United States champion, and it's Finn Balor. I was surprised this this happened on Raw. Here's a, a, here's a, here's a, this major happened on Raw, though, title change. Now, here's a um, bit of, for you historians out there, I think this is the 100th United States champion. Finn Balor is the 100th United States champion. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And the lineage of uh, Tully Blanchard and Keita Koloff and Dusty Rhodes. I, 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 I would say, I would definitely Valentine. say, I would definitely say that's probably one of my all-time favorite titles is the United States title. I would yeah. definitely say it's one of my favorite titles. Yeah, the list of people who've carried it is definitely a mm-hmm. yep. uh, Booker T, the great United States champion, that guy that we don't mention anymore because of that <laughs> one incident and tragedy. Yeah. yeah, he was a great United States champion as well. So, yeah, the United States championship has seen had, it held it for, for a minute, too. Yeah, yeah United States title dating back to basically how it was created was it was uh, created as basically the second title for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. So it, they needed, a, a you know, another belt in Crockett for them to kind of, you know, use and prop up to be like, hey, you know, he's not the world champion, but he's the second biggest champion. And, and this uh, title and this title got some got some definite burn. Oh yeah, in its in its in its day. So this what this and if you look, this wasn't no slouch title to even try to you know you can carry you can just say oh it's the secretary title like no this title held some weight literally yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah go back look at some old seventies and eighties wrestling involving the United States title and it's definitely a really big deal. Uh, after the match, Damian Priest is pissed. He says the people carried Finn Balor to the win. He says they never gave him that reaction during his title reign, so Priest is going to win that title back, and all that motivation from the fans isn't going to mean a thing. Priest then clotheslines Finn Balor down, and he uh, takes him to the outside, and he does the razor's edge onto, but not through, 
the announcer's table, and I know that shit hurt because he bounced yeah, yeah. and slid <laughs> off that joint and landed on <laughs> the other side of the table. Like, ugh. Much rather well, the table break. This is this is this is the um. This is the um. Do we go get a series? The hill. This is no. This this is the hill turn that oh, folks have been waiting for. Damien, uh, demon versus Damien. Oh shit! Yo, that would be fucking lit if that happens. <laughs> Give us that at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> um, we look back at Edge issuing his WrestleMania challenge from last week. So here's Edge to get that answer to his challenge. Edge wants someone to come out and accept. And it's AJ Styles. Much to Edge's delight. Styles gets in the ring and says he accepts with Edge talking about how both of them have wanted this match for a long time. Edge wants the bulldog AJ Styles and not the one who's been almost his tag team bitch for the last few months. Of course, AJ Styles doesn't like that and the fight is on with the phenomenal forearm missing. Instead, Edge kicks him low and gives him the heel uh, and and kicks him low and then edge hammers away with like forearms and stuff he leaves stops and comes back grabs the chairs we get the concerto edge looks like he's about to cry he's like fighting the temptation to do another one and then he does another one and then we end the show and a heel a heel edge you know, went to that place. We definitely went to that place. <laughs> he had those crazy eyes. Um, yeah. I thought this was actually a really good, solid episode of Monday Night Raw, too. <laughs> Even though we don't have no champion on the show currently. No world champion, because, you know, he's spending his time over there on SmackDown. Um, I thought that... Alpha Academy, Kevin Owens, they did a great job carrying the beginning. I thought the United States title match was strong. The six-man women's tag was a lot of fun. Um, RK Bro versus Street Profits was good until, you know, the ending, you know, got Uh lost. But, yeah, I thought this was fun. I thought this was strong. I I actually enjoyed a lot of this Monday Night Raw. Can't complain. Maybe that's because well, I didn't I watch it live, I and I watched it on yeah. you know a, a a you know a feed that doesn't have any commercials on it either. So maybe that yeah. helps my enjoyment. It does. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was. I mean, it was. It, I mean, it was cool. I wanted to quit when after the the Dana broke Reggie and Tamina a character's hour match, but I kept watching, and the end is. Yeah, it got bad towards it got bad at the end, so I'll take that. Right, right. Well, it's that time of the show where everybody really tunes into this podcast for. It's time for the Mo Meltzer new segment of the week. All right, I gotta run through this real quick till I get back. So uh, I'm just gonna talk about things I've seen. You gotta go put some um, more change in the meter, y'all. No, I gotta go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Scott Hall hospitalized with broken hips, so we want to sit out those well wishes Would he to fall? him. Don't know. Car wreck. Might, he might have fell, but broken hip is not good. Come on, Scott. Uh, Samoa Joe says um, COVID forced him to vacate in the NXT title. So yeah, I saw that this morning. Yeah. Um, WWE expanded its partnership with A and E, so it's going to be more um, biographies, more um, the Treasure Show. 
Okay. Don't know who will host it because yeah, about to say, who damn, host it is gone. Got, well, you know, he may be employed by A and E and not employed by WWE. Yeah. Um. They talk about a, weird, a, a uh, new show. They said new show simply called Rivals might be around Rivals? as well too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's basically all they would do is just take the shit they already done did on the network and just put it on TV, probably. Yeah. Um, Kevin Owens said he dealt with Vince McMahon directly for his new contract. It was good to him. It was good for him. Um, Bully Ray um, is going to be the next um, uh, next guest on the Broken Skull Sessions. Oh, man, I still need to go back and watch that one with Ron Simmons. Right. They need, to make, those, they need to make those into actual like podcasts that I can just listen to and not have to sit down and fire up Peacock. Right. Right, Come on, WWE, um, you're missing out. Now, here's your favorite part of the, of the show. Oh, shit. Who am I not going to be watching on the main event this week? So, Veer Mahan. Oh, word, but he can't find his way to Raw. Still still searching. But he's... He's closer than he was six months ago, though. He's going to be making the appearance on there and Austin Derry versus Apollo Crews. <laughs> it's intriguing Austin Theory versus Apollo Crews but not enough for me <laughs> so apparently um, next Monday if Van Mahan doesn't make his appearance he's going to break Emma, Emma Lena's record um, oh for the, the most vignettes without actually yeah showing up. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh, man! I tell you, this dude better wipe out like half of the locker room when he show up. Well, you know, you know, they did the same thing with um, um, Brothers, um, Brothers Clay, and you saw how that how that turned out. I was just here for Cameron and Naomi at that particular time. I, I, I know you were. Like, I know you. I, know I, you I was. definitely was not a week to week fan at that particular point. But if I was flipping through and saw that uh, those two come out with the pom poms, I was definitely stopping to see the intro. And then Look, once he came stopped. out, I was like, Look, "Okay, you stopped. <laughs> you stopped and watched and watched them dance. And as soon as you saw him come out there, talking about somebody talking about um." Somebody call my mama. Yeah, he was like, nope. Nope. Back to channel surfing. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest Miller did it better anyway. Yes. Look here, fat boy. <laughs> I come down there. <laughs> he, had the, he had the shoes, too. <laughs> Man. That's another, and that's another one who came over from WCW and Vince thought he had gold in him and then... Oops, the bell rung, and Bruce Pritchard says, the, and the bend the bell rung. Yeah, see, Ernest Miller's whole thing was he wasn't really about matches. It was about just him talking and getting on the mic and saying foolishness and having them quick little matches. It wasn't a, going out here having no classics. Right. But, yeah, man, Ernest Miller, man, y'all, y'all want to just laugh, just go back and go on YouTube and just look up Ernest Miller insults the crowd. Oh, my gosh, so funny. <laughs> Dude's hilarious. You know who I thought was gonna be a big time dude, but he kind of came right at a, a bad time in WCW. Uh, but he was running with um, Canyon uh, above average Mike Sanders. Yes, I used to love that dude, man. 
it, it, but he just came at that right in like that two thousand at the end of two thousand going into two thousand one. Or maybe 2001, going into 2002. But anyway, he he came no, right at the um, end. You know, they stayed in the 2001. That, ended, that whole thing was in 2001. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he just came right at that wrong time, man. But damn, A lot of people so came at that wrong dude. time. Yeah, that's when um, Shane Helms and the other dude with the blonde hair. Um, damn, three count. Yeah, three count. That's when they showed up. Actually, you know what, man? 2001 WCW had some shitty ass booking and writing, but they had a lot of young, young talent that if they could have stayed in business, would have been able to hold them up. AJ Styles? Yeah, they had AJ, they had Canyon, they had Mike Sanders, they had, um, oh God, Jindrak and uh, the other dude, O'Hare. Yep. Yeah, they just weren't. They just weren't experienced enough to come to WWE and be on that roster with all those established people when they came. So they kind of got, you know, buried and, and sent off to the side and Vince was picking here, here and there because, you know, that's all you had to choose from. None of the real established WCW people was like, man, we're not going to give up this guaranteed money. They said they, they had guaranteed money. So they say, they say, you know what? <laughs> That's the reason why Booker Wish. T went so far is because Booker T was one of the ones who had the guaranteed money, but was like, nah, I'm going to go and, and, and show them what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let me give you these shout outs so I get about it. All right. Yeah, so shout out to you, Dawn. Um, shout out to everybody on the network. Um, Simi and Walters, boy, um, Jade. Um, shout out to everybody who in the spaces, Alec Ren, Black Marvel, Black Holland, Alyssa. Um, shout out to Miss Jupiter, Julep. Um, shout out to Miss V. Shout out to Madame Lizette. She about to take some time off and lit. Um, of wrestling? No, Lynn. You know, I mean, she's giving up like wrestling for Lynn. Social media, sir. Oh, social media. Okay, gotcha. I'm giving up yeah. sugar, man. It's it, it's gonna kill me. Going to a birthday party on Saturday. I wasn't thinking this out clearly because I love some birthday cake. Yeah, I figure I don't gotta figure out if I'm gonna give up something too, but I don't know. A Might whole not. A lot of beer on Saturday. <laughs> Um, yeah, but shout out to everybody who's in the spaces with us, who tweets with us. Um, shout out to Classic, Sam, Greg, Mel, Mel, I'm going to shout out to D, Jonay. Um, we've been rocking some dope hairstyles on our Instagram, you know. <laughs> um, shout out to, you know, just everybody else who's rocking with us. All that good stuff. That's it for me. All right, thank you to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me once again here to talk about Monday Night Raw and also over on the Dark Match, which you can find on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Uh, same thing as he said, man. Just thanks everybody here on the network who helps us produce these shows each and every week. Shout out to the guys over on the Comic Book Chronicles for all the efforts that they put in as well. Thank you to all the listeners, all the people who support us, everybody who uses the hashtags each and every week to share the commentary with color. We greatly appreciate y'all. Please remember to share, rate, and review the podcasts each and every week so we can spread our footprint out here in this podcasting landscape so everybody knows what we're doing over here on the WrestleCast. So I'm not going to keep it very long so Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese can get back to working for the man. 
I'm your host, Don DeLorente, for my co-host, Mo to the underscore Reese. This has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Let me just start this off and just say a thank you. say it like that yeah you know before we go forward gable you know you know you say that weird right you know that what what do you mean Th- when you say thank you that it's weird? Say it weird you say it weird try it try it weird uh, thank you yeah that's that's not how you say it it's not weird i don't like that it's just different i'll take that as a compliment i uh, thank you Talk all you want, but the current defending Raw Tag Team Champions are Alpha Academy. Uh, thank you! You know, um, we're aware you're the Tag Team Champions until next week, because next Monday night, those tag titles are coming home with us. No hard feelings. We like you guys, truly. We really do. But uh, yeah, WrestleMania is, uh, we need it and it needs us. That's just how it is. Well, problem is you weaseled your way into our match and into our match. And the problem with that, let me explain it to you. As someone with a master's degree, I'll explain to you and all the morons that probably went to that sorry excuse of a community college, Ohio State University. to 33.33 and that my friends is ridiculous hey wait light bulb light bulb i got it i got it he's got it (laughs) i got it after we beat you and take your raw tag team championships next week you can face us at wrestlemania (laughs) it's a win-win baby it's a (laughs) win-win Shush him! Shush. You don't shush, shush. You shush. don't shush me! You shush. don't shush us! Shush! Stop shushing! I shush you ever Stop shushing! You're not gonna shush, shush. us! Why don't you shush? Shush! You shush! Shush! You shush! Don't shush us! Shush! 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 Shush!